Good morning. I'm Tiffany Anton from The Biz Foundry, and I have Luke Ramey in today from The Pod Kitchen. Hey there. Hi, Luke. Um, so what is The Pod Kitchen? Yeah, The Pod Kitchen is a podcast studio, um, newly opened here in uh, the, the west side of downtown. Um, we record podcasts. It's actually pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> But why kitchen? Yeah, you I know, mean, pod kitchen doesn't. We're cooking up delicious podcasts, you know? No, we are. Uh, leaning into this tagline and yeah, then you have to. We are. And the space where we are kind of defined a little bit of it because um, we, I'm with Cookville Creative. Um, Casey Lemons and I started a video production, you know, studio here about back in 2019, whatever that was, four years ago. And uh, we did, we ended up with a lot of podcasts on our roster. And so we decided to roll them off into their own thing this year um, just because we've, been getting so many of them and um and so made it its own entity and gave it its own studio and uh so we actually uh, if you know where soul craft coffee is i, um, do, I do i'm aware <laughs> yeah so uh i think maybe he was talking to you guys yeah. that are listening cause, yeah i think so yeah. um so but uh anna dunn uh who runs that she's got she had an airbnb up above there and she decided to turn it into not an airbnb mm-hmm. and uh so i went and took a look at it and it was a perfect match but the, the what room made you walk in, into a kitchen and be like this is the podcast this is studio. The room. it was just a perfect room for it they have this cool stained glass on it kind of with this old picture and and it um, it is like you open a door you kept trying to yeah. explain this to me and i had i couldn't understand what you were trying to say yeah um so to try it again for everybody that's yeah, driving so into work it is, this morning. yeah so it is a, a literal kitchen but it's its own room so it's a kitchen and like an eat-in dining room together and uh yeah we turned it into a to a studio so now it's mic'd up and wired up for headphones and soundboards and stuff like that you walk in but it is a fully working kitchen I'll, you know i can make breakfast for people there i have yet to have breakfast at the pod kitchen <laughs> but i'm waiting because yes. i love bacon and so if it just smelled like bacon all the time i would be pretty excited about that yeah, i feel like maybe chocolate chip cookies i don't know if bacon's the best choice <laughs> bacon for would be my ongoing choice. Smell. maybe um maybe. so so what is it about having a podcast so there's kind of a cool element of starting a podcast but why why is having a podcast what value does it add to a business most of the, who you're working with as small business owners yeah um to a business it it adds a lot in the way of being able to communicate regularly who you are um not even so much talking about like you can do ads um you know you can do ads on youtube you can do radio ads which i suggest but you know you can do all those things where you're trying to sell your service but a podcast gives you an opportunity to be an expert in your field. Um, talk about what you know and how your customers can can educate themselves on, on what they do or just on who you are. Well, and I think it's kind of, there is an element that I, I think business owners can be more successful when they show the side of who they are and kind of the element behind it. And so a podcast gives people that opportunity to kind of put their own voice and stamp on their business. So one of the, the businesses that you work with is the Glass Tangerine. And so yeah. people maybe kind of know Emma when they walk in the door and they yeah. interact with her. But this is like an hour long week that they get to sit and spend yeah. with her and kind of get to know her. Yeah, they, they're a weekly podcast. So we release one every Wednesday. It's called a podcast to water your plants to. I um, mean, it's about, you know, it's 40 minutes to an hour long, you know, every episode. And what they did, they did a great job of doing a series of episodes where they interviewed their staff members and kind of talked about all the different personalities that exist there and around. And it was really, really good to do that, I think. And, and some Sometimes they just talk about other things too. They're not, it's not actually not a podcast about plants, but it's not. 
it's just a podcast. Sometimes they talk while about business. While you're watering your plants. While you're you can wa- listen to you the can listen to podcast. Yeah, and, and uh, it's good. I mean, Emma's got a background as a, as a therapist, and so they do some mental health stuff in there. They do some plant tips at the end of the episode, you know, um, plant care tips. But, yeah, it's a, it's a cool podcast. It's just entertaining. And uh, once, you lear- once you get to know Aspen and Emma, you, you start to learn a little bit more about how they, I don't know, how they operate the glass handering. It, it's a really it's a really cool, cool opportunity so, to look into them. So um, I'm kind of the, the kid when I was growing up. I would always ask my dad, like, who's your, fa- who's yeah, your favorite yeah, kid? Yeah. So what's your favorite podcast that you uh, record right now? I'd say the, my favorite one is uh, called Powered by Her. It's oh, a, really? Yeah, it's a it's a podcast specifically focused on you know female entrepreneurship, empowering women, inspiring women. Um, uh, and I and and let's just again give a little shout out to Stonecom. Yeah. Stonecom invested into Power by Her yeah. way back in the day, um, and, and allowed us to start our roots here at Stonecom. And then at one point when you were with Cook, you still are with Cookville Creative. But yeah. when Cookville Creative moved to the West Side, and you were you had this large studio, you and I kind of talked about having a video element, yeah. and and so we took Powered by Her as a video podcast and that kind of took it to a, a totally different element and we we, I mean, I felt a little like Oprah during that time, yeah. but that was again, Cookville Creative invested into Power by Her and let us use that space in that studio. And yeah. you guys invested into us. And, and, and we've, Power by Her has been so lucky to have so many great partners along the way. Yeah. Well, and Power by Her is growing like crazy as far as the podcast is concerned because we're going to weekly, which we've never been before. Um, and that's been exciting working on that with you. Um, at, and more guests, more talks. For sure. Yeah. And, and just a, a different reach. Yeah. At, at any point, and you, you personally, Luke Ramey, not, the pod yeah, kitchen sure. not cookville creative you listen to podcasts yourself I do. um you kind of have a feel of like this podcast does this and this does that so you know kind of a lot of different ways to make a podcast different or stand out at any point are you like i am so done with listening to people speak <laughs> no um i actually it's it's the work i do that i love the most uh, i love doing it and you know a lot of my favorite podcasts are series ones so they're you know they might be 10 episodes or 13 episodes they're not weekly i don't mind a weekly podcast i listen to a few weekly podcasts but um, the ones I really, really love are those series podcasts. And we're hoping to get into more of those. That's well, what we're hoping to do a lot more of. And at one point, I don't even know, 2021, maybe 2022, mm-hmm. you launched the Luke Ramey show. I did, And yeah. so that was like maybe three seasons of yep. podcasts where you would release 10 at, at one point. Yep. And the thing that I really loved, and again, all po- podcasts are so different and there's so many, so much variety you can have in a podcast. It doesn't mean just one thing, but yours were like 10 minutes long. Yes. And yeah. so you called it the Cookville Commute. The Cookville Commute. And yeah. I loved that I could listen to that podcast in that 10 minutes and, and be done and, yep. and just move about my day. You don't have to listen to it when you're back in the car. It's you're And remember where I'm at. I mean, yeah. I've been lis- trying to listen to a podcast podcast and it's like an hour and a half long and I just keep like every time I get in I skip back like a minute and a half where are we at what are we doing yeah it's hard so what was your initiative to to do that yeah my thought to be honest um I I've always had some sort of aspect in my life where I was I was either teaching or I was sharing or I was I, I just feel a need to do that. And so when I started the Luke Ramey show, it was really on the back end of another podcast that I was a part of, um, that, that we had ended. Um, we had done you and Curtis Looper. Uh, or- yeah. Curtis Looper and I, we had done one called be good people, which you can still get. It's still out there if you want wanted to go listen to it, but it is very dated. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone back and listened to it. It's <laughs> one very of the 2020. First, the first so. episode that I ever listened to you and I met around the time of 2020. Yeah. And, um, I was like, Oh, let me check out this podcast. Yeah. And you were talking about how COVID was not a thing. It wasn't no, going to be, that's not true. 
We, we listen, said we didn't know. It was March of 2020. It was March of 2020. We said, hey, this thing's happening. And it was kind of funny because we actually say in the episode, like, hey, we could when this actually airs in four weeks, we could be totally wrong. And right. we were. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, no. so yeah, maybe some stuff is dated. Yeah, it is a little dated. But but on the on the heels of that kind of shutting down and stopping or pausing, who knows? But uh, kind of stopping. I launched the Luke Ramey show and it was just a chance for me to, to chat about I don't know what I was thinking. And I really didn't have a whole lot of direction for it, except for I did. I want to say that first season I did 20 episodes. Was it 20? Yeah, it was 20 episodes. It was four or five day weeks and I was releasing them daily Yeah, um, at five to 10 minutes. An and episode. you started that one with you were taking people's opinions on things and you yeah. were saying, OK, what what's your opinion? And some of them were like very serious things, yeah. but then some of them were, you know, socks versus you know socks yeah. with sandals or something yeah, yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. just random things too just funny ones, yeah. um where you could just sit and talk um and and you have that creative outlet that you need and how yeah. do you think that podcasting has helped you kind of tap into that creative outlet i think podcasting lets you yell at a wall and then people can listen to it you know like i i don't know about anybody else but a lot of the ideas i have that are the best don't happen in meetings and so if you're a professional and you and you like the field you work in, if you're a lawyer, if you're a doctor, whatever, but you don't have a chance to always let your voice be heard. Um, sometimes those best ideas come to you when you're sitting at the kitchen table and you're talking with your spouse or you're talking with your kids and you're coming up with, and you're coming up with these great ideas that you don't have an avenue to put them through. A podcast can be that avenue where you can be the expert and you can share that advice. And so for me, it's great to have a place to put my ideas out there. I also, you know, I, I've got a six episode Luke Ramey show coming up um, that we're going to be releasing. That's new. It's me and a, and a pastor here in town. We're going through a book together um, that talks about the rhythm of life and and the kind of trying to kill hurry in our lives and slow down a little bit. Um, but we're doing like a six episode kind of review of that book. And I'm really excited about that. They won't be 10 minutes long. They will be longer Bummer. than 10 minutes. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it more than once yeah. in the car. But um, well, and the one thing that can be hard as a podcaster is that or a radio show or whatnot is you are speaking into a void. Yeah. And so, you know, right now in this room, it's, it's me, you and your daughters joining us today, yeah. but um, we have no idea who's out there listening Yeah, and yeah. that can be hard. And that can be kind of a, a confidence killer sometimes of speaking to that void. But I think for you, you have that confidence, like I'm going to do this and it makes me feel good. So yeah. it doesn't matter who's listening. I mean, generally that's my attitude in life. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I do pretty well speaking into the void. Yeah. So. Well, and let me just say, as a, a, um, per, uh, a podcast on your team, um, you do a pretty good job as a producer of when yeah. people have those confidence issues of like, what am I even doing? Or is this a good way? You're really good at coaching um, the, the podcast team that you have. Well, thank you. I mean, I'm only one person, but I'm, ass yeah. I'm assuming that the other podcasts that you work with kind of say that too, is that you're yeah. a good podcast coach or business coach and you're just a good sounding board for things. Well, thank you. So we've mentioned, too, that you are our uh, owner of Cookville Creative. And so let me just say kind of social media has you've moved locations. And so yeah. maybe people think Cookville Creative is no longer. Oh, no, that's not the case at all. So so the initiative was that you are a local video production studio yep. and you're still offering those services. Absolutely. Everything's the same. We have moved locations. So um, when we open up the pod kitchen, part of that, too, is there's another room that's a part of that building there that we have moved Cookville Creative into. And so we do all of our studio shooting right there. Um, we our photography studio and video studio um, for rent and for us just doing the work. Well, and one thing that you've kind of found with Cookville Creative is that you're doing a lot more outside of the studio. So you don't need the studio space as much as your previous location, which was on 2nd Street, 2nd yep. 
street. Yeah. Um, and so you were able to move and kind of pivot. Yeah, we do so much location work now. Um, you know, whether that be renting an Airbnb and using a whole facility to shoot with or just, you know, going on site and setting up a, a you know, in a blank room, we set up a, a set. We just do a whole lot more location shooting now. And so our need for a big facility had gone down. And so moving into a smaller room is great for us. We'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have my good friend Luke Ramey with the Pod Kitchen hey, in hey. today. Um, so we were just kind of talking about Cookville Creative, and that was your um, kind of dream in like 2020, 2019. Yeah. You were working at the river, and you thought, I think that Cookville could handle a video production studio where people could come in, and you st- started can we say murder mart is that <laughs> yeah i mean that's us. what it is so it was up um uh, where dixie and willow come together so right it was up kind of and it was in a strip mall and it was yeah. just a weird location and yeah. it was um, a great place to start though but it was kind of the launching point and you really thought let's see if the, we can make this work and yeah. so it wasn't like okay let's get in, in the cool part of town let's connect with it was just like let's it's it's kind of the minimum viable project product let's yeah. see if this can and, and and it was working it did yeah it took off and that that space had a lot of limitations for us but at first we just worked with those limitations and we made it made it happen um, it was cheap rent it was um, a friend that owned the building so it, it just kind of worked out really well to start there and then once we started doing bigger productions you know when when COVID hit we pivoted and did we took a lot of people's live events that they would normally have guests in for and we turned them into live broadcast events like streaming kind yeah of like it, it was streaming live and so um to do that we had to have multiple sets um like a like a live tv show we had to have multiple sets so we could throw to and go to and so we just needed a bigger room and we did we actually did one live broadcast like that in our old building and it was really really hard yeah <laughs> um we were packed in there and having to do real quick set changes and and so moving to a bigger facility was almost a need at that time and we made all kinds of use of it it was great um we used every inch of that new building and uh, it was it was pretty awesome and then once uh people started figuring out that hey guess what live streaming events don't actually have to be live we can pre-record this stuff um, and that's what we started doing it was better for our clients it was better for us and so, so we started turning these live events into more pre-recorded events um, that we would then sim live or you know it would feel live but it wasn't and all of a sudden we did not need the space that we had and so for the last year and a half we've actually been playing around with hey do we need this big of a facility or are we kind of wasting some money on this mm-hmm. um, on this asset and it's a 
incredible facility, and it's for rent, so someone should rent it. It's pretty awesome. But but somebody cool because it's right outside my office window, <laughs> and it you know I it just does have a cool backyard. Uh, you you were definitely cool neighbors over there, and it's, yeah. it worked out well for the Biz Foundry and, yeah. and Cookville Creative, and we partnered on a lot of things over the the last couple of years. And but, so well, we moved into the smaller space, and but what we found over the last year and a half is that we only needed we were really working within a fifteen by fifteen space mm-hmm. is kind of what we challenged ourselves to, and we did. We worked in that one corner to, to prove we could be in a smaller space, and sure enough, it worked. And so our new space is 20 by 20, so it's bigger than what we were even working in. Yeah. Um, so it's it's every bit of what we need. Um, we do a lot of talking head videos, a lot of, you know, a business wants to do a, a video explaining something about their services or anything like that, and we can shoot that. Um, you know, and then we go on site with those businesses and do some B-roll to put over top of it. We do a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, we've we've absolutely enjoyed that. There's a lot of people, the term serial entrepreneur gets thrown around a lot. And you are definitely somebody that I would say is a serial entrepreneur. If we go through your resume and there are are weird things. I mean, there's times where you're like, oh, well, you know, I used to build houses. And (laughs) you you, uh, were a Grimsley guy for a while. Grimsley, Tennessee. Tennessee, Um, You come from Minnesota uh, originally. And so you've been down here for a while now. But. What is the the heart behind working with small business? Because that's why you started Cookville Creative was because you were working with small businesses and you really love that element of kind of getting in there and helping people and kind of being... Um, a support system for them. So where does that come from? I like relationships, you know? And so I spent, um, I started out in the world (laughs) at 18 as a youth pastor and up in Minnesota. And when I moved down to Tennessee, you know, I built some spec homes and, you know, got to, to work with people as far as selling homes as a real estate agent, you know, there there was a lot of different things. But one of the things that I got into when I was doing youth ministry in Fentress County, I had a little, um, like air, we called it an area youth ministry, um, had about 150 kids come out every Monday night. We did a worship service, bunch of, you know, 14 different participating churches. It was, it was fun. It was a blast. And, and out of that, um, I got to use some of my musical abilities and I went on the road with a band and, uh, so those who haven't, um, who aren't aware of, of Luke, he had a long hair at some point in your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you started a band with some of your friends called this is Luke. Yes. I don't know how more, much we started, more yeah. egotistical you could be. I did not name it. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was or with, so you say it was with a, a local upper Cumberland legend, Corey Wheeler. He's now out in Nashville, but he was on American Idol a couple times. And, um, really, really cool guy. And I loved making music with him. And we toured all around the country uh, for seven Lived years. The van life, like, yeah. and, and it was, I mean, Living van life before it was cool. I, I, I've looked at old pictures and it was um, the like hair that was like, um, you know, like uh, swooped over their face, yeah, kind of yeah. the, the early Bieber hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you, I mean, the the band life, and you'd play at churches. And we did a bunch of churches and camps. We were we were uh, primarily a worship band, so we led worship for a lot of camps and retreats, so weekend events, things. And like these that. were mm-hmm. younger. Your bandmates were yeah. maybe slightly younger than you at that yeah, time. Yeah. So they was were, it a weird life? Corey that, was eight years younger than me. Um, he was the youngest out of them all. So yeah, they were five to 10 years younger than me. Um, so. Was it a weird life to live of, of you know, living in a van you know, and, or was that kind of fun? And and well, cool? I think you had asked about like what got me in the small business. And I think when you're traveling around and we're booking out shows and we're doing camps and stuff, but then we're booking shows at all age venues, bars, anywhere we can get shoes in between. Well, when you're living on a shoestring budget in a van, you have to, 
develop relationships with people and you have to find that place to stay and you have to find that free meal. Um, and so I did a lot of that and I, and I found out that I love building those relationships with people. And I still, I say it all the time. I got friends all over the country that I never see, you know yeah. what I mean? Thank goodness. Social media, it was my space back then, but then Facebook, you know, connected us to where we could travel the country, um, and network a tour, independently. I think there used to be a website called like couch surfing where yeah. it was like you could rant, which who, yeah. who would randomly stay at somebody's house. But I feel like you could couch That's surf what we did. The, the country <laughs> we with people you people actually about. know at this yeah. point, cause you've kind of made connections. But mm-hmm. what, I mean, when you mention it now, you always just say that was a different life. It, it was, was totally it feels a- like a different life, but I will say that a lot of the, the, the things I did with building those relationships and serving other people, you know, we, we played, uh, we came in and did music for other people's events. And so it was something they were doing and we were assisting and being a benefit to it. So a lot of times it wasn't being, you know, a lot of bands, they come in, they do their show, um, and you hired them to do their show. We were hired to come in and support other events doing music. And so, and I think that's a different, different attitude. And so that attitude translates quite a bit to, to what I do now. Um, I think that I, I was just going to say that sounds a lot like helping people produce a podcast yeah. is that these people and most of the people that you work with have businesses of some sort and they're using the podcast as an element to help their business along. And so you get to kind of develop that relationship and, and steer, help them steer in the direction that they want to go. Yeah. Um, have you, What's your favorite part about producing these podcasts? Oh, my favorite part's the recording of them. And this would not be everybody. You can find a bunch of people online who will edit your podcast where you can record it yourself and like send it to them and pay them and they'll edit it and send it back to you. Um, My favorite part is sitting in the room, um, maybe even being a part of the discussion, you know, during downtime or when we're talking about what's coming up in the next recording or episode. We record a lot of times, most podcasts, you know this, we record you know, three or four of them all at one time in one morning or one afternoon. And, um, and so just, just getting to talk with, with people about those things. I just absolutely love that. I love the relational part of it. There are times where I, you're sitting there and you're, you know, at the board and I'm like, I would be falling asleep right now. I would be out uh, like, and the fact is you have to sit there and listen to it live and then you're editing it. So you probably listen to each each podcast that you work with multiple times. Easily three or four times before I distribute it. Does my voice ever get annoying to you? No, definitely not. <laughs> no, and but I do. I absolutely love it. And, I, and, and, you know, for a lot of the podcasts, too, like something will be said and I'll immediately start Googling it. You know what I mean? And so learning. But like I learned I was with. Emma and Aspen, they, they were talking about America's Mart. I Googled the heck out of America's Mart today. Yeah. So, so you don't get bored sitting there? No, not at all. We'll love be it. right back. Thanks for sticking with us. I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have my good friend, Luke Ramey from the Pod Kitchen in today. Um, so Cookville Creative, you're in a band, you did real estate, you've done a million things, yes. you're editing podcasts, you worked for the river for a while. Yeah. Um, one thing that, and we have not, I haven't prepped you for this question, but I think that one of the best things about kind of how you've laid out your life and how you've developed things is that it's allowed you to be so active and involved in your children's life. Yes. So tell me, I mean, I, listen, I, I threw yeah. him under the bus. He was not prepared for this. Yeah. But tell me about the fact that um, 
as a single dad, you are probably one of, I, I'm tearing up. Oh, that's okay. Um, but you're just such a good dad, and that's such a Thank big you. initiative for you. Why do you, Why is that important for you? Yeah, I mean, I, it's one of those things where I, I decided years ago, my son's 14, you know, it'll be 15 years. I decided so years, ago, years ago. Yeah, decided years ago that I was going to be a dad. Yeah. And um, that's a commitment I made and something I chose to do. And so why not do it well? Um, and so, yeah, I've loved it. You know, my first work with a video camera ever <laughs> was uh, producing my son's um, uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you know, he did a gaming channel and then we did like the sit down interview. We were big fans of Good Mythical Morning, which is a channel on YouTube. It's, we love it. We still watch it to this day every day. Um, but we started doing shows like that. And, and so it was just a part of like that was something he was doing. And so like I want. I want, let's do that. Let's learn how to use these cameras. And that's what got me into video work. And so I was working in live events at the time. But um, when I started working at the river after that, I had some chops in video because of that. And that's kind of where it all started was producing his YouTube channel. Well, and and designing your life as a business owner, you have a lot of skills as we've kind of talked about. You could go work for somebody else, but that wouldn't allow you the type of life that you want to be able to bring your daughter to work with you and all that kind of stuff. And so kind of putting that at the forefront, it probably can be scary a little bit and being a business owner is scary and there's a lot to that. It is. And, and I would say, you know, I've probably missed out on plenty of opportunity that would be good for me because I'm a dad and because of how I decide to live. Um, but I keep my schedule fluid. Um, I like to work from with or for myself because I've got kids and I can set some schedule stuff. I mean, Bristol, my daughter, she's nine. She's here in the studio with me today, um, which is exciting. I, I like having her around and with me and stuff. And, you know, one of the great things like that happened this year is, you know, I've got expensive camera gear because we own a film studio. Well, I started taking photos and it started out for my son, uh, the the um, Cookville High School band. Um, last fall, I was like, hey, I've got the gear. Why don't I just come out and take some good photos of their field show? And so I got out there one week and took some photos and loved it, but I didn't have the zoom potential. So then I went out and bought an incredibly expensive lens so that I could take longer range photos. And, and I just kind of fell in love with it. And, and so this year I launched, you know, doing photography over the last year and a half, launched this photography service where I do live event stuff. You know, I did stage one's dance recitals, which my daughter dances at stage one. So I did a bunch of photos of that. Um, and the center where my daughter dance. Yeah. <laughs> I did some stuff for the center, uh, you know, and, and I've just, uh, we d- did some photography for UCHRA did, you know, I, I've just really, really loved picking up these things. And, and a lot of that would, I have really gotten into photography if my son wasn't marching and playing percussion. I don't know, you know, maybe not, but I love that that's a part of the ecosystem we have. Well, and, and you're not as into Enneagrams as I am, but you're an Enneagram five. I'm telling, I'm informing you. (laughs) Um, and so part of that is like the research aspect. I'm a 10. Is there a 10? There's not a 10, but the research aspect. So taking pictures was something, I mean, anybody, everybody has literally a phone in their pocket or a a camera in their pocket, incredible camera every, every day, all the time. And so anybody can take a picture, but you want it. It was important to you to learn and grow your skill set and be better. And so, and, and was that just to add an element to Cookville Creative of of making sure? Because I mean, you can give all those photos that they didn't have to be perfect to take yeah. pictures of your kid. I, I'm lucky to be partnered at Cookville Creative with an, an incredible photographer, and uh, whether that be you know cinema and video and film or 
just you know Stills. portrait mm-hmm. and photography casey's incredible and so i'm i'm lucky to have that resource and between learning from him and him you know showing me things and then also youtube university i really the last year and a half leaned into let's figure out how to do this and do it well um and and i've loved getting to do that and photography is one of those things you know i would say it and and the podcast producing are my favorite things to do and what i would love to lean into the most what what is the heart behind kind of grow? I feel like you're always wanting to grow and learn. And where does that come from? I have no idea. I think it's like, uh, <laughs> do I get that from you, Bristol? Um, maybe, you know, I do. I always want to learn new things. Um, I, I When I see, I, I get really, you said you started tearing up, but I tend to get emotional and my daughter can attest to that when we're watching a TV show, you know, I'll get emotional at emotional parts. Or if I go to a theater production, I will cry at some point, whether it is a sad production or not, I will cry. I love seeing people do things with excellence. Mm-hmm. I just emotionally moves me. And so I think for me sometimes is like, man, I just want to, I want to get good at something to that level. I've always been a jack of all trades. It's it's who I am. I'll never not be that. Do you feel like you're a master of none? I mean, that's kind of the <laughs> end of that phrase. I don't know. Uh, you put me on a drum set, I'm pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty good with a camera. So, Well, I, and I think you're pretty good. The, the, the really good part is just you're such a good conversationalist. And so you really can bounce those ideas of like, hey, th- I'm thinking this. What are your thoughts on that? And you genuinely take an interest in what other people are doing. And so it's really good. I mean, I'm going to put you out there as like a business coach. <laughs> yeah, well, that, it's not always a positive thing. <laughs> Sometimes I can get too invested in people's work. So uh, but yeah, no, I do. I love to help people with their stuff. I love to support people. I think I'm a natural born producer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is, is who I am. I think, you know, a podcast probably are giving me the best outlet I've ever had for that because I that's my role is what idea do you have and how can I support that? How can I get you know other support for that? How can I help you do it the best you can? I think that's who I am. What's your so. favorite podcast to listen to yourself? Ooh, favorite one to listen to. Besides Powered by Her. I'll tell you what, um, <laughs> it's tough because, uh, man, I don't know if I have a favorite in the po- in the podcast world, but the on a regular weekly, um, which I don't listen to a whole lot of regular weeklies, but Ear Biscuits, which is uh, Mythical Entertainment, uh, Good Mythical Morning on YouTube, they, they've got a bunch of podcasts podcasts. Um, Mythical Kitchen has a podcast. It's incredible. Um, but I would say Ear Biscuits is maybe the one I listen to every single week without fail. So Good Mythical Morning is kind of a parent and there's yep. other uh, there's other podcasts under that. Is that what is there an initiative with the pod kitchen yeah. to, to kind of be that? There kind of is. And, and mythical entertainment is mostly video content. And then they have rolled out podcasts in the last five years. I would say yes, very much. So I would love for the pod kitchen to be a, a place that people know that puts out quality podcasts. And I, I, I think that we're, we're, you, you have a lot of women that you work with. <laughs> and so we're kind of putting that, I need that the, fantasy football <laughs> podcast. I'm just going to say it. If there is a guy out there that wants to do a fantasy football <laughs> podcast, hit me up. Call, because I, call Luke. I need, I need some male uh, presence in the studio but no I agree I'm oh anytime we're hiring staff ourselves at the biz foundry I always want masculine yeah. and there's just I I, of, I surround myself with a lot of women yeah. in general well, and I'll say that so we talked about that as like a weekly but I like my favorite podcasts are ones that happen in series mm-hmm. and uh Malcolm Gladwell releases uh, revisionist history and I love that he does those in series when he releases them um, there's another you know Freakonomics is a great podcast it's an older one you can go back and binge that but Freakonomics is an incredible one it's like a, it's an economist that does a podcast and just looks at numbers I'm going to ask you a really I feel like this could be the hardest question of the whole podcast yeah. what where do we see Luke Ramey in five years from now 
Oh gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> because like you're such a like yeah. I have no idea. I I, I hope, my life moves yeah. in seasons. My life, you know, things change, and you're always looking. You know, even when I I met you and you were kind of getting Cookville creative up and going. Um, you kind of thought I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing at, yeah. at that time, even in a year from then. And so, do you have any? Yeah, five years from now, I'm sure Cookville Creative will still be making quality video content um, for all the clients we have now and probably new ones. I hope new ones. Um, and the pod kitchen, I hope that it's still going. I think I, the pod kitchen is going to be in a place where there's national podcasts yeah. part of it. Well, I'd I love mean, I laugh, but I, I'd love to see that happen. Well, and to be honest, you know, we've got a fair amount of local podcasts now and, but we're really trying to, what are those podcasts we can take more national? And, you know, one, a podcast that I loved um, was called whistleblower. It's about, it's about NBA basketball. So it's not for everybody, but it's about looking at refs and, and how basketball works. And it's just a w- wonderfully produced podcast. Um, so I suggest it to anybody, but I would like to do more serious podcasts like that, that can easily be national. Um, I've got a couple ideas, a couple things cooking right now for more theatrical like old time 1940s radio show uh podcast like, the, like clop yeah, of the we're horse doing we're doing stuff. live uh sound effects right yeah. there in the studio um we've got a couple of those things cooking right now and i'm pretty excited about those one thing um anybody who's listening and they've heard this kind of whole thing of all the things you do people would say well how do you have enough time in your day to get all these things done yeah. <laughs> Which I know I Luke know. personally, and I know that he's got a lot of time in his days sometimes. Yeah, yeah I do. All right. I think um, you just manage it's well. It's just balance. You manage it well. And, you know, and, and honestly, it's, it's, some of our work is seasonal. Like we've got some clients for Cookville Creative that we do some curriculum work and that curriculum launches at certain times of the year. And so we work heavily on that at one season and another season we're down a little bit. And then, you know, with podcasts, uh, most of my podcast batch record, I'm sure that will continue. Um, that's good for their schedules and good for mine. Um, so I might have a week that I'm recording a lot, but then I'm just editing. And does that kind of get you through those tough times of like really stress of knowing, okay, I have some downtime coming up? Yeah, for sure. And it's definitely not a schedule like most people live. Maybe it's not a nine to five schedule. Yeah. Um, but but it's one of those things where I like to be available all the time. Um, and so to my clients, so if they're texting me at eight o'clock with an idea, I want to be able to talk that through with them. Unless you've already gone to bed. So which sometimes happens. At <laughs> sometimes eight happens at eight o'clock. <laughs> um, how can people find you, the pod kitchen, Cookville Creative, if they want to connect with you personally, Luke Ramey, how do they find you? Yeah. Um, the pod kitchen is the pod kitchen on Instagram. Um, find us there, message us there. Love to talk to you there. Um, you've got a podcast idea and we'd love, we'd love to cook it up. We'd love oh to, to simmer right. it on the stove a little bit. So, but then Cookville Creative on Instagram is just Cookville Creative. And then I'm the Luke Ramey on Instagram. I'm just going to throw out your email address there, too, because yeah. that's probably the easiest. Luke at LukeRamey.com. Yeah, Luke Ramey. L-U-K-E-R-A-M-E-Y. That's and that's easy. probably the best way to connect with you sure. um, personally or professionally um, for any of your needs. You know? <laughs> a lot of Wednesdays I'm at Father Tom's. So, I mean, you there know. you go. Wednesday nights, Father Tom's. <laughs> maybe in the morning at Soulcraft getting your coffee before yes. you head up to the pod kitchen. I'm sure that you would love to give people a tour anytime they want to stop by. Um, I, I just, as as one of our local business owners, I think you've added so much to, to the landscape of Cookville, and I'm so thankful that you're here. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in.